Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money show. It's Thursday, August 25th, deep into the summer. It's not really August 25th as we record this, but you know what? It's still summer, so that's good. And we're in the right season, at least. Hello, Mark. Hello, Jill. How are you? I am good. I am in uh, I'm in Paris right now. Oh, maybe. I, oh, I have to send you some restaurants. I forgot. I have to do that before. You do. I've been waiting for that email. All right. It's coming. It's coming. All right. This is the program that takes the mystery out of your financial life. Mark and I are both certified financial planners. We think big and then we go granular. And we love to use that certification just for these programs. We don't really have any other use for it. I don't make money from doing that anymore. So if you're thinking about the certified financial planner as a uh, as either someone you want to hire or a profession you're interested in, we'd love to hear from you. I, I've been talking a lot with some folks who are considering making the move into CFP dumb out of a different industry. And it's just, it's a great job. So um, I have to say it's a great designation. So we welcome all of your questions. Today, we are on the line with Jonathan, who is with us from the Garden State, New Jersey. Hello, Jonathan. How are you? What can we do for you? I'm all right, Joe and Mark. Thank you for having me. I'm a big fan. been listening for a while now. Great. What's going on? So uh, I'm in a situation where my uh, student loan is a private loan and it's a variable rate and interest rates have been on the rise recently. Um, I'm almost done paying it off. I have about three years left, maybe a little less now. I'm just curious, at, at what interest rate should I just pay it off and call it done uh, as it's raising, or should I just keep letting it go? First of all, it's very interesting because you have private student loans, which, you know, even if President Biden were to, with a pen, knock off the um, the ten or $12,000 of student loans, you wouldn't even be able to capture that because these are private loans. So that's a bummer. But how much is left on your student loans? I have about uh, 13800 left right now. What's the interest rate associated with that 13000 thousand eight hundred. So at the moment it is one point nine percent. It's indexed to the LIBOR one month rate plus uh about zero point zero three percent. Okay. So now uh as I look today I saw that was at two point one six percent. So uh when I get my next statement it's gonna be, you know, around there. So at this point, what is going on in your financial life? Like how much do you earn right now? So I earn about 128000 and my wife another 100000 Okay. And how's your cash flow based on that $228,000? Uh, it, it was good up until a couple months ago, and now things are a little tight, but we're mm-hmm. making it work. Do you have kids? Two kids, a 10-year-old and an 8-year-old. Are they in public or private schools? Public school. Mark, can you keep questioning Jonathan while I manage my dogs? 
Eh, those dogs, yes. I, I, I know the next question, Jonathan. She's going to ask you on your salary, are you and your wife, uh, what are you guys doing for retirement contributions? We're both making contributions. I have about 472000 in my traditional TSP uh, and 48000 in my Roth TSP. Are you maxing out each year, would you say? I am not. No, I'm not. I'm putting about, for me, uh, I'm going all Roth recently the last couple of years, and it's been about right now 13200 What about uh, your wife? So my wife, uh, not as much. Her traditional has 70000 It's a 403B. She also has some Roth. It's about 4500 and she's putting about 1800 a year. Pensions for either of you? Yeah, we're both going to get pensions. Ooh. I love that pension. What else what else did has to happen here, Mark? What what else do I did I miss as I managed my dogs? We were just talking about their current retirement contributions and balances. Uh, and I was just getting the pension details if they have any idea what they're going to look like. And what's the answer to that, Jonathan? I don't know exact numbers, um, but I'm going to get about 35% of my salary somewhere around there. Uh, mm-hmm. What, you know, the top three, whatever it is, um, you know, I yep. still have another 15 years or so. And uh, my wife, I don't know exactly, but I the rumor is somewhere around 80% of her salary. <laughs> the rumor. <laughs> the pension rumor mill is uh, very, very active out <laughs> Uh, how much money do you have in cash right now, like emergency reserve? Uh, I've got about 36000 You know, that was about three months worth for us. Do you have a brokerage? I have a brokerage um, only for like my kids. I've been putting some money in for them. It's about forty k between the two of them. What do you mean you have a brokerage, not a 529 plan for them? Yeah, when I, when I first started it, I... There were just too many options for 529, so I just started putting it into the brokerage. Um, and then I, I recently was started to look into it some more, but very fortunate to have a father-in-law who told me, um, don't really worry about the kids' colleges. <laughs> so, really? I love your father-in-law, although he probably is overbearing. I'm just kidding. I'm not, I'm not going to I'm not gonna put that there. Can he also say, don't worry about the rest of your student loans? You know, if, if I asked him, but he's so helpful in so many ways that I, you know, I don't want Tell me, to. wait, I want to know a little bit more about the brokerage account for the kids. Is it just a joint account that you guys hold? Was it Ugma or Utma? No, it's just a joint robo advisor account. Excellent. And where is which robo? Is it Betterment? Yes. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales. Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat, like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. This is what I think you should do. I'd sell uh, 15 grand of that brokerage account and pay off your loans and be done with it. Okay. That's what I would do. Because whatever, it's like 2%. Think of it as almost like it's safe money. Like you just yielded a 2.5%. It's only going to go up. LIBOR is going up. Okay. It's not going to finish here. Um, So you'll be at 3% probably by the end of the year. And it resets every month, right? Correct. 
Yeah, you're going to be at 3% in a hurry. I would just pay that off and just be done with it. Yeah, only because your father-in-law said, don't worry about college. Exactly. I don't, if he doesn't care, I don't care. Like, I'm fine with that. In fact, I'd get rid of the whole brokerage account, frankly. And what I think I would do is I would take the money, I'd sell the whole brokerage account, I'd pay whatever gains are, we have, and I'd put my emergency reserve fund up at more like 40 or 50, and I'd pay off my debt, and then I'd be, you know, concentrating on my retirement accounts, and that's it. Okay. Yeah. I'm not putting very much into the their account right now. Um, only about $50, you know, for each every time I get yeah, a paycheck. it's not worth it. Forget about that. It's not even worth it. Mark, should he max out his retirement account? I don't know how thinly stretched they are right now. He said, you know, they were more comfortable a couple months ago. So it depends on how they're doing cash flow wise. If they, if he can, yeah, of course. But I think that honestly, like if you've got, if you had six months of living expenses in the bank, okay, and prices are still high right now, you pay off the debt, you pay off the student loan debt. Now you're reducing one of your bills. You stop putting money in the brokerage account. Let's get your cash flow feeling a little bit better. You make a lot of money. You don't have to. He's right. Mark is right. You don't have to be maxing out these accounts. And if anything, what I would say is like, catch your breath. This has been a difficult time of a high prices. Now we're removing one obstacle for you, which is one payment calling, you know, the student loan. It's not that much, but they get rid of it. And then you're going to have amazing pensions. You're going to have a, a nice bulked up emergency reserve fund. And when your cash flow allows, like when prices come down, when you're feeling good, just creep up on your contributions into your retirement accounts just a little bit at a time and don't dip into that savings. That that savings should really be sacrosanct. So he's, he's paying $600 a month now for the student loan. Yeah. Goodbye. So now I can put that extra mo- That's a lot of money. So I think that actually that's a good sign because now I think your whole, why don't we just get through the end of the year and that $600 a month, let it pile up in your emergency reserve fund. And if you're like, wow, we've got so much money, then start putting more money into your retirement accounts. Are you guys doing Roth or traditional for the retirement accounts? Right now, we're both doing all Roth. This is great. Mark, I think, don't you think he can just like essentially take a little half the money, the 600, half of it can go into retirement and the other half can just go into your emergency reserve fund. And let's see where you stand at the end of the year. Because when prices come down and you've got more cash flow and things are a little bit squishier and you got a big fat emergency reserve fund, we're going to start inching towards maxing out these Roth accounts, I think. And maybe because, you know, they know they both have pensions coming. I, I don't know if I would even max it out. I would maybe do half. And then I would also probably try to start building up a brokerage account. That's exactly what I think. Do you, where is your, um, where are your um, retirement accounts held right now? Which firm? So mine is a TSP. I'm a government employee. Mm-hmm. My wife is a teacher. She has a 403B with Equitable, AXA Equitable. I would max out your retirement account because you've got a really efficient one before I actually maxed out your wife's. And then I would just start a brokerage account someplace. So maybe what I would do is just have like a Vanguard account, a Schwab account, a Fidelity account, and you can open a new brokerage account. But let's wait before we do that. I kind of want you to max out your retirement account before we do that. Like not max, but start getting up to like 15 grand a year. Sure. Yeah. All right. So I will uh, sell what I have for the kids, pay off that student loan, move the rest into my emergency fund, and then use that 600 a month to bulk that up and then switch it over to my my retirement. Yeah. And then maybe we'll get you like maybe a Schwab account, maybe a Vanguard account, maybe a Fidelity account, and you can start up with that brokerage account 
But I would give yourselves a little bit because if because it it does sound like you're a little tight. So I would give yourself a little freedom to be like, okay, we're good, and then start up that brokerage again. Sure, sounds sounds like a good plan. Do you guys have uh, life insurance? We do. Both have term. Okay, great. And what about estate documents? All done and signed and stamped. All good. Are you you you're really very glib as you say that. Like I dare you to ask me that, Schlesinger. I have my estate documents, right? I was ready for you. <laughs> you really were. Uh, anything else that we can do for you? No, that's it. I, I again appreciate your help very much, and thanks for having me. Well, we are so appreciative, and go pay that loan off, and and enjoy your a little bit of a freeing up of your cash flow. I, I think you guys deserve it. So, if you've got a student loan question, we're going to be talking about student loans coming around the September first deadline coming up, and we'll have a lot of information to help you out figuring out what gets paid down first. If you have a question, go to JillOnMoney.com, click the contact us button. And if you want to come on the program, don't forget to click that little button because then Mark will do everything else. While you're on our website, check out all the great content and sign up for the free weekly newsletter. Every single Friday, it comes out. And Mark does an awesome job with that. All right. Mark is Mark Talercio, the co-host and the executive producer, the best in the world. We are distributed by Paramount Global. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. We ask that you do something nice for someone else today. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you next week. A lot of people spend a lot of money on things like skincare, fast fashion, and even surgery, all in the name of self-improvement. But as the price of perfection rises, when is it time to call it quits? I'm Rima Hreis, host of This Is Uncomfortable, a podcast from Marketplace. This season, we dig deep into the financial trappings of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts.